Welcome to New Hope and the teaching ministry of Pastor Randy Rainwater. Today, Pastor Randy welcomes to the pulpit student minister Josh Alamon. He shows me mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. Hold up. You're not just going to give me the blessing, right? You're just going to bless others as well from the things you're going to do with me for all generations? Do you see what can happen if you trust God? Turn in your Bible now to the Gospel according to Luke chapter 1. As we prepare for Josh, one of our student leaders, Maverick Brown, comes to read the Word and praise over Josh. If you please could uh, rise with me for the reading of our word today. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern the sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will call his name Jesus. And he will be great, and it will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son in the sixth month of her who was called barren. For nothing was impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now I'm going to pray for Josh. Heavenly Father, we come to you today with a message I know Josh has put his heart into. He's put his time into. He's put everything into this, Lord. I just ask that you use him as a vessel to deliver whatever it may be. I just ask that people can be touched today from your message and that we can all leave here today knowing a little bit more about you. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Amen. Mm. That's my boy Maverick. You may be seated. Whew. If you need a Bible, raise your hand. And one of these fine gentlemen. Whoa, that's bright. We'll give you one. Man, was worship not awesome? That was awesome. Oh, man, hey, let me tell you something. Most of these aren't high schoolers. A couple of them were actually middle schoolers. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty powerful. And plus Rodney, and well, they're all gone now, but MG and the drums, that was awesome. That was great. That was great. Those are my peeps. Open up your Bibles to the book of Luke chapter one. Man, Christmas is among us, bro. It's like, I've, like I felt like I cut the turkey a couple days ago, you know? You turn around and Christmas is here. I mean, look at this place. I don't know if to preach or like bring my hunting stand. Um, yeah, this is, Christmas is definitely here. We're gonna talk about, talk about peace today. And uh, I know that school is over. Woo yeah, all the teachers are like, thank you, Jesus, right? And uh, I think college also is, uh, they're done with finals, I think. Yes, yes, we got a few. 
Man, I remember those days. Those days, I cried myself to sleep every night when I was in college, especially finals week. Those were rough. Uh, not, yeah, peace for the students, but I don't know about peace for the teachers, I mean, for the uh, parents, now that everybody's back home, the great aunt and uncle are coming in next week. No? In my family, we're like 80 deep, so each time we have dinner, 80 Cubans in a household is crazy. So not so much peace there, but yeah, that's how we roll. So peace, here we're talking about Mary and how Mary had peace during this, uh, this whole situation. And we're gonna start with a, a question. I usually never start with a question, but the question is, how do you keep peace when your world changes in an instant? In an instant, right? Now everybody has that, you know, I heard a couple of, ooh. Um, everybody has that instant that we're talking about, right? That phone call, that letter, well, we don't do letters anymore, but that information, that we got that all of a sudden kind of sets you back and goes, oh, life's about to be way different, right? Well, Mary, I mean, we're talking about a 15-year-old girl, right? Grew up really poor, and all of a sudden she got a whole bunch of information real quick. Verse 26 says this. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. I will tell you, when I get to heaven, I'm gonna sit down with angel Gabriel and we're gonna go through different ways of not scaring people when you appear in the living room. I mean, greetings, ah, can you believe that? You know, that, this is why angel Gabriel has never appeared to a Cuban person, because he'd get cut immediately. <laughs> My mom would chancleta him to death. Are you crazy? Hello, favorite? I mean, can you like warm up to it or something? Send her an email? I mean, come on. Hello, favorite woman. Lord is with you. Thank you. Confused and disturbed. Yeah, I would be too. Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. Says, don't be afraid, Mary. The angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. And he will be very great and will, will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. It will never end. We're not talking about, oh, you know, we'll see what the next term looks like. Let's look at four years and see who's coming next. No, no, no. He will never end. His, his, his kingdom will never stop. It will never stop. He will reign forever and reigns today and will reign tomorrow. No matter what the situation is, he, was, oh, he will always reign. In verse 34, one of the best answers I think the Bible has, right? Mary says, Mary asks the angel, but how can this happen? I'm a virgin. Now, I personally don't think that she's speaking in fear. I don't. I think, or I believe that when she's asking this, she's, le she's legit asking a question like, how are you gonna do this? Number one, I'm a virgin. I know how babies are made, right? Number two, I know what happens at a 15-year-old if I come out and say, hey, I'm pregnant and I'm not married. 
See, in society back then, if that happens, not only are you outcasted from society, but you could get stoned to death. I don't know, yeah, it's, you know, it's a little, little extreme. They could actually take you outside, put you in a pit, and throw rocks at you till you die. So I think it's a legit question, right? For Mary to go, um, um, well, excuse me, angel sir, uh, how are you gonna do that? How's this gonna happen? So you gotta understand something with God. God isn't asking you to figure it out. He's not. As a matter of fact, you're not gonna figure it out. Most of the life you go, what was that? Right? And you turn back and go, what was that back then? Right? He's not asking you to figure it out. He's asking you to trust that he's already figured it out. He knows tomorrow before you know today. So trust the one. Why not trust the one that's everything? Just saying. Verse 35, the angel responds, and bro, he drops the mic. The angel replies, he says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Hold up. You think you're going to do this alone? <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 no. no. The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. The same Holy Spirit that comes upon you after you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. And we're not talking about like, hey, he sends you an email and you got to send the process, right? You got to download it. No, 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 no. You accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior and he fills you up with his spirit, with him. So when you're walking around, you're not walking around with your doubts. You're not just walking around with your issues. You're walking around with God. Use him. Use him. In the process, he's going, call my name. I'm right here. Why do you think you're going to go through this process by yourself? I'm peace. It's literally my name, Prince of Peace. Use me. Now, it never said it was going to be easy. And nothing in the Bible says, hey, this is going to be easy, all right? Life is going to be real easy, really. No. In the contrary, it says it might be a little tougher, actually, right? But you don't have to do this alone. The same spirit that came upon Mary is the same spirit that dwells in you. Dwells, lives in you, lives in us. Whew, get me started. He continues by saying, so the baby that to be born will be holy and he will be called the son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has, has become pregnant to, the, to her old age. What? My, my great aunt's cousins, she's pregnant? What? People used to say that she was barren. Well, and she's old. But she has conceived a son, and it's now in her sixth month. For the word, for the word of God will never fail. I can't, I have, I have a huge family, like you guys know, and I have a bunch of like great aunts. I can't imagine God saying, hey, remember that great aunt Susan that lives in Florida? She's pregnant. What? Oh. How is that? God, God does do miracles, you know? I would have loved a response. I don't know. Oh, man. I can't imagine. 
Now, Mary's response to this is, is super powerful. I mean, I'm talk, we're talking about a 15-year-old girl, right? She grew up really poor. She just got downloaded all this information about, hey, guess what? You're about to have a baby, and he's, uh, I don't know, the Messiah. Um, yeah, and by the way, I'm going to be with you, but yeah, it's the Messiah, so um, get on it, you know? Good luck. And her answer is way different than my answer would have been. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. Then the angel left. Man, let me tell you something. I'm not 100% sure of Mary's history before this, okay? But I will tell you one thing. You're not gonna trust something you don't know. You don't. The reason I pet and hug my giant German shepherd is because I know her. I trust her. She's not going to bite me. If you have a giant German shepherd and I come over to your house, I'm not going to be like, hey, puppy. I'm going to be like, is, is she bite? Does he bite? Are you sure? Are you sure he doesn't bite? Right? You're not going to trust something you don't know. Mary knows him. Mary knows who God is for her to answer that way. I'm sorry. There's no way an angel's going to show up and be like, hey, you're going to bear the Messiah. Good luck to you. And she says, yeah, sure. If you don't know who God is. There's no way. I'm sorry. She knows him. See, God didn't, God, God didn't relieve, give her this information and all of a sudden gave her a relationship with God. Oh, no. She's had a relationship with God for a long time for her to answer this okay, right? See, it's not when troubles come, then you become a Christian. No, it's a relationship with God. So when the trouble comes, you're rocking and rolling already. See, peace is not the absence of war. Oh, no. Peace is not the absence of trouble. No, no, no. Peace is being in the presence of God when trouble comes. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. A lot of people, they believe that something really bad happens. You're like, oh, God, please give me peace, give me peace, give me peace. And God's like, I've been trying to give you peace your whole life. I've been here the whole time. Why are you calling my name now? You should have called my name first day. I heard a story. This guy came up and he goes, hey, if you could snap your fingers right now and not be in the situation that you're in, oh man, that'd be great. You'd just be somewhere else in the same situation. It's true. Because as long as you live in this world and as long as you live in this world, we'll leave it there. You're going to be in the same situation. Sin is going to be all around us. You know, you have two options, really. You're going to live through this world either way. You have two options. You can do it alone or you can do it with God. It's up to you. Ball's in your court. It really is. Now, verse 39, Mary goes to visit her uh, cousin Elizabeth or aunt great aunt, cousin. Don't quote me on that. And she says, a few days later, Mary hurried to the hill countryside of Judea to a town where Zechariah lived. She entered the house and greeted Elizabeth. At the sound of Mary's greeting, Elizabeth's child leaped within her and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Man, how awesome is that? Elizabeth gave a glad cry. Woo! 
and exclaimed to Mary, God has blessed you above all women and your child is blessed. Why am I so honored that the mother of the Lord should visit me? Oh man. When I heard your greetings, the baby in my womb that jumped with joy or for joy, you are blessed because you believed that the Lord would do what he said. Now, back in the day, a lot more than now, age was a huge, huge, huge honoring thing, right? So here's Elizabeth. She's an older lady. Her husband is a priest. They're higher class. They're closer to the temple. And here comes this poor servant girl walking in. And Elizabeth feels the presence of God when Mary walks in, you know? And she's like, oh, I'm so honored. I'm so honored that this girl full of the Holy Spirit with the, with the Messiah in her womb would come visit me. And Mary's like, what? You're telling me this? You're telling me that you're honored that I'm in your presence? Man, tell me that's a God thing. She shows reverence to this girl. Why? And Mary's response, Mary's response is considered, it's called the magnificent, right? Which is land translation for a rendered. And in the English Bible, uh, uh, praises or the word magnifies, that's where that word comes from. And what she says, man, it's how she responds to this, how she praises God in this process is just so powerful, so powerful. She says, oh, my soul praises the Lord. How my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. For he took notice in this lonely servant girl. And from now on, generations will call me blessed. See, all her life, she's been labeled this. All her life, she was a nobody. She was just a poor servant girl that will never be nothing in life. You know what I'm saying? Back then, to be a woman, psh, to the side. To be poor, you're not royalty. Your, your parents are not nobody, psh, even lower. And plus, she's a servant. She's gonna be a servant all her life. She knew that. See, this world has labeled her that. And she knew that for the rest of her life, that's what she was. Until she figured out what God defines her as. We've gone through life and whatever it is that this world has defined you as, whatever it is, whatever it is that, that that middle school kid told you back in the day or whatever it is that your parents told you or life told you, this government told you, whatever it is, that label that this world has and God says, what? You think you're that? <laughs> you're my beloved I love you so much. Are you seriously going to dwell in what this world has labeled you as? Do you know what cost, what cost the price for me to have a relationship with you was? My son to die on the cross. Don't tell me that you've been labeled what this world has lied to you for so long. No, your label is that you are my beloved, that you are the blessed one. Mm. And she says, all generations will call me blessed. <laughs> yeah, Mary, <laughs> I hate to break it to you, girl, 
But this poor servant girl from nothing is one of the most powerful story women in this Bible, in this book. Only God can do that. Only God can do that. I love that. Verse 49, for the mighty one is holy and he has done great things for me. He shows me mercy from generation to generation to all who fear him. Hold up. You're not just going to give me the blessing, right? You're just going to bless others as well from the things you're going to do with me for all generations. Do you see what can happen if you trust God? Do you see what can happen? Yeah, you'll go to heaven. Congratulations. That's great. You accepted Jesus. That's awesome. But if you have a relationship with God and you trust him and you have heaven on earth, do you know what you can change in this world? Do you have any idea what can happen if you're just faithful? If you do what he says, oh man. 51, his mighty arm has done tremendous things. He has scattered the proud and haughty ones. He has brought down princes from the thrones and exalted the humble. Oh, you think you're big stuff because of what you are. Oh, that's great. That's cool. See, oh, wow, that's phenomenal. How many doctors do you have? That's great. That's great. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not, I'm, not being, I'm not being a butt. I'm, I'm serious. That's great. That's good stuff. That's great. Not even close to what God labels you as, though. Just saying. Just saying. Because there's nothing in this world that you can reach a better status than a child of God. And he has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away with empty hands. He has helped his servant Israel and remembered to be merciful. Last verse, for the maid, for he made this promise to our ancestors, to Abraham and to his children forever. That's us, by the way. He has made this promise forever. That he will be with us, that he will fill us, that he will guide us, that we will never be alone, that we will have peace. Man, that's awesome. Worship team coming up. I'm really fast. People were like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. Look. For Mary to be able to speak like that, she's had a relationship with God for a while. She has lived a life of surrender. That's what relationship is with God. You surrender yourself, right? Married couples, yes? Surrender, a lot of surrendering. You live a life of surrender. <laughs> that was awesome. And that's, that's what God wants. See, for, for us to trust God... You have to trust him, you have to surrender, and that equals peace. That is a fruit of you trusting God. The more you trust God, the more peace you have. If you're waiting for peace and you've never had a relationship with God, you gotta start from the beginning. You gotta know who God is, have a relationship with God, trust him, and then peace will come. And then peace will come. 
is a fruit. It's a fruit of trusting him. Mm. I, um, I, I love to swim. I grew up in the ocean. I love the ocean. Um, as a matter of fact, I don't remember learning how to swim. I just remember being a better swimmer, you know? Um, I, uh, I learned how to swim in the ocean. I know, not the, like the neighborhood pool. And uh, I remember my father teaching me how to swim. I remember like it was yesterday. And he was, he, I was uh, probably four or five. I know, that's young. And we Cubans don't play games when it comes to swimming. And uh, he's, he's in the ocean and he's, he's walking backwards. And obviously I, don't, I can't touch the ground. And he's telling me, Josh, relax, relax. Remember what I taught you. You know this, relax. Just swim. Continue swimming. Relax. And, I, and I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Um, but you, know, you guys know if you know the ocean well, there's a low current, there's a high current, right? So you got to work a little harder. You got to work a little faster. So I'm starting to get a little tired. And he says, Josh, relax, relax. Continue going. Relax. Don't panic. Relax. And I'm, I'm doing pretty good. And all of a sudden, we get a little deeper and a little deeper. And current starts pushing a little bit, right? And he goes, all right, remember what I taught you. Reach out, grab water, and keep pushing, keep pushing. Legs sturdy, sturdy. Let's go, swim hard, swim hard. And I'm, I'm getting, a little, getting a little faster, but I start going a little, little deeper, a little lower, right? Just enough that the water's about to touch my neck, and I'm starting to panic a little bit. And I'm like, oh, hold up, Dad. All right, you're going too fast. Hold on. And I'm swimming, and I'm, and I'm still swimming. I'm still swimming, and all of a sudden, the water is up to my chin. All right, now I'm packing, panicking panic mode, the heck with everything that I just learned, I'm panicking, right? And, and I, I'm barely holding on, right? And I'm just like, ah, oh, dad. He's like, just relax, relax, Josh, relax. And that first wave hits me in the mouth, you know, that warm salt water, oh, and I spit out and I, I look up and he's looking right at me and he goes, relax, continue kicking, Josh. And I'm like, I got it. I got it, I'm good, but no, I don't got it. I'm really tired. <laughs> and the water is now above my mouth, almost in my nose. And here comes that second wave, boom, in my nose, even worse, right? You guys know that feeling? And I'm just barely holding on outside of the water. And I'm, man, I don't wanna quit, but I also don't wanna drown. <laughs> and in the process of me swimming, I go, I just can't, take it anymore. And I say, Papi, you my father, help me. And immediately he puts his giant calloused hands around my small body. And I relax. <sighs> because I know that if my dad would have drowned that day, he would have drowned holding my head above the water. I trust him. And here is God, you're going through life. You're going through whatever situation you're going through. And sometimes it feels like that salt water has been over your head for a couple days. You know what I'm saying? And you're breathing in that stuff. And he's going, my son, my daughter, if you just call my name, if you just call my name, I'll give you a peace this world has never given you. I'll give you love that this world will never be able to show you. You just call my name. If you would have this relationship like Mary had, 
So when trouble comes, you can say, Father, help me. And you can feel his warmth and his love. We gotta trust, church. We gotta have that relationship with him, church. Do. He gave you everything. All he wants is your heart. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you so much, Lord, because we, all we have to do is call your name and you're there. You answer that we would have a relationship with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And Father, thank you so much because you've allowed us to to speak to you. (laughs) Poor servant girl like her. And you just, that you would do that for us. Thank you so much. Thank you for allowing us to have a relationship with you. And we love you and we thank you. We ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Um, I, I wasn't scheduled to come up here yet. And I'm not up here because Josh didn't do a fantastic job because he did. Um, man, I was just struck by that. And, and I... You know, we um, we go through these seasons that are so hard. And I know in this congregation this year, there's been some things re- really hard. The Cachella's person family's watching online right now, and they're going through this incredibly hard season with, with Jim's passing. This man of God who led thousands and thousands of kids to missions and and I'm, I'm, there's been people in here that have lost loved ones this year. People facing questions and and challenges. Kids walking away from their faith. But peace, it really is that truth that that it is that surrender to Him and and I I really just felt moved. We're going to take communion this morning. Um, this represents the physical body of Jesus who, who comes and, and who, who lived a life with a fully human, a fully human, 100%, as Patrick talked about a couple weeks ago, a, a fully human person. And he had his body was broken for us. And his blood this covenant, this, this amazing covenant that, that he was not just fully human, he was fully God, 100% God. And this blood represents the promise of the fact that our sins, the, the sins that we've committed in thought, word, and deed are covered by that when we call on him and we say we trust in you, that you are that salvation for us. And this morning, I, I want to extend to you the same thing that we did with our fallout kids just a couple weeks ago. I said, as we take communion today, this don't just make this an act of coming up and taking a piece of bread and putting it in a cup. 
Don't just let it be something that we do like we make coffee in the morning or toast. We set it on the same setting each week. No, no, this is, this is something incredibly special. I, I don't know about you, but my heart has been moved this morning to trust in God like I haven't before. And here's the amazing thing. And I, I feel like this is for some of you all today. I'm not trying to give you a prophetic word or anything. I, this is just what God's been speaking to me this morning. When, when we live in that trust, that blessing goes past us and it goes around to the people that are around us. So this morning as we would come and take communion, let's remember this, this isn't just something we do. This is who we are. We believe in a God who came to the earth as a human and lived and went through teenage years and young adult years and discipled and went to a cross for us and came out of a tomb for us. And his spirit is with us and fills us that Josh talked about today. And let's remember that, that our sins are covered by this blood. And if you've never trusted in that ever, I wanna encourage you this morning to go to the cross and pray with people. Our prayer teams are gonna be over there praying with you this morning. I wanna encourage you this morning, if, if you've got kids in your family that are not walking with Jesus and you, you wanna pray for that, I wanna encourage you to go to this corner today. These are the two corners I wanna talk about today. I want us to go over here. If you've not put your faith in Christ or you're walking through something really heavy, go to the cross. If you want to pray for the next generation, as today is about next generation, then we're going to go over here. Would you guys stand? Sarah is going to come and our team is going to come and sing over us as we come and we remember this, this promise, this hope, this trust, this surrender, and this peace. Amen. Merry Christmas. And thanks for joining us. I'm Myrna Brown.